Graham of Women at the Well Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. No matter where we go or what happens to us, God is with us. Matthew 28, 20 says, Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, dissecting this verse as it reveals both the importance of obeying the Lord's commandments and knowing that he is always with us. Amen. And what a wonderful, wonderful passage of scripture we're going to spend some time in today. Thank you for joining us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministry. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your presence in our life. Lord, I would just ask that you would be with each of us and that you would open up our hearts and our minds and that you would fill us with what you would have each of us to know from this passage, from this time that we're spending as we walk through your scriptures. Lord, remove me from this message and allow only you to be seen. May you be high and lifted up that you would draw all men unto you. May we walk away from this time together different than we came. And Lord, may we be more what you would have us to be. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So our passage today, or our scripture, is Matthew twenty-eight twenty, and it says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. There's a lot to unpack in this scripture, and I'm going to do my very best over the next few minutes that we're together to unpack what God has put in my heart. And one of the things that I'm always struck by with this scripture is that he opens up with that we are to teach people to observe all of his commandments. And the second thing is that he reminds us that he's with us always. Now, what I find interesting about that is that as I was growing up, we had some rules and we had some ways that we lived in our home. And many of those were around church and they were around where we would go and where we wouldn't go and how we would speak and how we wouldn't speak and the way our lives would be and our behaviors all needed to point towards the word of God and to Jesus himself. And just like everybody else, not a one of us, including my parents, ever got it perfectly right, but our hearts were in the right place. And one of the things they would say is they would read this verse to us and and begin to help mold our lives to be more of what God called us to be, they would say, you know, we're going to teach you to observe all the things 
that God commands you. And they didn't pick and choose just the things that were easy or just the things that mattered to them. The commandments of God, not just the Ten Commandments, but all the commands of God within the Holy Scriptures were things that they were making sure that we hadn't just read once or maybe we just heard someone talk about, but they focused their life and committed themselves to making sure that we had a working knowledge of what God was asking of us as his children. And I'm always struck by, he says in this verse, do what I ask you to do, and remember I'm with you always. And that proximity of those two phrases has always brought me great comfort. For starters, what it has shown me is that when I am doing what God asks me to do, I can be sure that he's right there with me. And I know the scripture says he never leaves me nor forsakes me. So when I'm doing what I'm not supposed to do, he is there. Which leads me to the other thing that strikes me about this verse. Is that when I am in a place I shouldn't be, when I am doing what I shouldn't do, that the Holy Spirit within me is being exposed to that same behavior and that same place because he's always with me. And when I think about that, I think about my dad who would tell me where to go and where not to go and would help me understand what a child of God would be doing and what a child of God wouldn't be doing. And if I wanted to be with my dad... I was going to have to be where the things of God were. Not because he wouldn't love me if I stepped outside of the boundaries of God. Not because he would have disowned me if I stepped out of the boundaries of God. But my God was always what my father and my mother were seeking. And so they always wanted to be in the presence of God. And so if I was going to be around my mom and dad, I was going to be in the presence of God because that's where they wanted to be. So I needed to follow after the commandments of God in order to have God's presence in my life in a way that would teach me and instruct me. And I learned that lesson by understanding if I wanted to be in the presence of my mom and dad on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock, I needed to be in the house of God. Because as sure as my name is Kimberly Francine Miller, you would find my dad there most often leading the choir in the 11 o'clock service, teaching the Sunday school in the 10 o'clock. And so if I was going to be in his presence... I needed to be where he was at, following his ways. And that was a perfect example and picture for me all of my life when he says to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always. Because when I follow the commandments of God, I am in the presence of God Almighty. Now, he doesn't leave me. But when I'm not doing what God wants me to do, when I'm out in the horse weeds, when things aren't going the way they should go, for me and my life, well, I am simply 
removing that closeness and I'm building a wall and I'm putting sin between me and God. And God hasn't moved. It's only me that's moved. And so this simple illustration that if I wanted to be in the presence of my mom and dad on Sundays at 10 o'clock, on Wednesdays at 7, I needed to be in the house of God. I needed to be where they were at. I needed to be following the lifestyle they were following. And when we begin to look at this, he says that he will be with us even into the end of the world. God will not stop loving you regardless of whether you listen to him, reject him, mock him, or ignore him. Because nothing will separate you from the love of God. And he will continue to reach out and to draw and to try to get you to follow him and to follow his commandments. And he's going to be right there. That's the other part of this verse that I love. He's going to be right there helping you, encouraging you, giving you grace, giving you mercy, dumping his love on you, enabling you to live the life that he has come that you might have and have it more abundantly. He is there working with you. If you'll just allow him to lead and you will follow him, you will have the life he has orchestrated for you to have. And eye hath not seen and ear has not heard what lies in store for them that love the Lord, and I believe that's on this side of eternity as well as on the other. God has a plan for you, and he's asking you to observe his commandments. And he's there all along to help you, to lead you, to guide you, and to watch over you. By obeying the commandments of the Lord, you allow yourselves to be in close relationship with him. When you recognize the presence and the wondrous work of God, it's then that you really know him. And when you really, really know him, then you're going to feel his comfort and his peace and his joy and his presence all around you. And I promise you, you will taste and see that the Lord is good. You'll not want another life. Because a close relationship with Jesus brings you such peace and blessings that even in difficult circumstances and painful situations, you have a peace that is beyond understandings. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And there's a joy that words can express. In 1 Peter 1, 8, we are told, Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. My eyes have not seen Jesus, but my faith has shown him to me moment by moment and day by day. My heart filled with his mercy and his grace and my love for God through his word and the desire to know him and to know his character has made him so real to me that he is as real as the person next to me. And my God has a personality and a characteristic He's pure and he's holy. He's lovely and altogether good. He's merciful and peaceful. But he's also a God that says that one day all of us shall give account of ourselves before him. 
And those of us who have come to know him as Savior are not going to be judged for whether we're saved or not, but we will be, our works will be judged. We can't work our way into heaven, but because of our love for him, we will have works to show. James goes through a whole process of letting us know that faith without works is dead and our faith will cause us to work. But my friend, there's a love there. A love from God to me that is beyond explanation. And a love from me to him that I just don't have the words to say. But my heart feels it. My life reflects it. And the Holy Spirit reminds me. See, his commandments aren't grievous to those that love him. Because we want to be in his presence. We want to be where he is. Just like if you take your mind back to that picture of me and my dad. If I wanted to be in my dad's presence, I couldn't be in the places the world and the devil would want me. Because he wasn't going to be there. And Jesus, my heavenly father, has given me commandments. And he says that I am to observe them and to follow them. And if I love him, those commandments aren't grievous. And I want to be right there in his presence where I can hear him and see him and feel him and know that he is there and hear him when he whispers. And that's going to require a life that is following after him that is being holy by the the Holy Spirit within me, enabling me, that is living a life that is dependent on Jesus Christ. And then we walk in a relationship that is beautiful. In fact, when I have that kind of relationship and you have that kind of relationship, Isaiah 43.2 becomes even more important. Because you know what it says? It says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. When you see Jesus working and present in the context of all the happenings in your lives, when his constant presence is so real, it's also more impactful because you can see his hand at work. You can truly know that he'll never leave us nor forsake us as he spoke in Hebrews 13.5. You can rest assured that during your darkest hours and in your most difficult times, he will not only be with you, but he'll also be leading you. You don't have to face anything alone when you are a child of the Most High God. You don't have to have any answers because he is the answer. You don't have to know the way because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And No man cometh unto the Father but through him. Jesus is your all in all. And when you obey him, you're living the life that allows you to have the close relationship that produces joy unspeakable and full of glory, that allows you to have the abundant life that he has promised. The constant presence of Jesus 
his vigilant watch over you, and his continual protection for us can only be explained by his never-ending matchless love for you. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Happy girl.